0: Okay, uh, Tzorayim To, we continue in the Sefer, Nefesh Shimshon on the Sidur. We've been spending a few days on Birchas HaShachar, the blessings of Ametil Shedayim, Asher Yotzar, Elokai Shema, and Birchas Hatayim. And those are the blessings on our physical pleasures of life. So we just have one more page to do there, just kind of conclude this idea. And we're talking about this idea of receiving from Hashem and wanting so much from Hashem because you want the relationship with Hashem that it turns out that Hashem really wants to give to us more than we want to receive because you say I want this so I could be able to serve you properly so he says you know this seems like very very high levels but you got to realize he gives a nice marshal let's say I am living here and I want to talk to you and you are I one of those condos over there. Outside, but why one of those condos? If I want to talk to you, what am I gonna to have to do? Scream. And maybe you'll hear me. Right? Ah, but there's a way I could talk very softly and you'll hear me. How is that? A phone. The phone has a connection that connects me to you. And I can speak very quietly, okay? And I don't have to scream. I can just talk quietly. The brachas that the rabbis made for us, those are those connections, okay? That we connect. For example, you're eating a piece of bread. You want to thank Hashem? Whoa, I got to scream and yell and Hashem's so far away. No? You're right. The bracha is the line, is the connected line. And they tied the bracha to the bread. Because the bread is connected to the source, which is Hashem. And the rabbis came up with this great connection. So you can connect with Hashem without the greatest difficulty. Now, if we would have to think on our own how to thank Hashem, we think we got to go miles away to be able to thank Him. Came the men of the great assembly by forming the liturgy in a way it's like a telephone connection to Hashem. You don't have to scream. You could say the bracha calmly and patiently, but obviously, and that, and that tool, that phone, let's say, is the bracha, or that phone is shachris min chamar. That's the tool that we connect to Hashem, okay? And therefore, you know, it's not just a, a question of a, a piece of bread. But all the things we talk about, our life, our life is a connection to Hashem with a bracha. Our sight, we have sight. Okay, so how do we connect it to Hashem? We make the bracha. Hashem has opened up the eyes of the blind. Okay, so it gives us clothes. All these things, uh, who am I? I want to thank Hashem for who I am. Well, you didn't make me a goy, you didn't make me a servant, you didn't make me a woman. When you make all those brachas, it finds that all day long you have a connection with Hashem. Or like you're in the Beis Amigdash the whole time. And that's how you have that phone line connection with Hashem at all times. So the whole day you can be cleaving to the source of all brachas. And that really is the halacha. So think about this. When you make these brachas, you only make them once a day. Birchas torah the blessings for studying the Torah. Okay, how many times a day do you make it? Once. Why? Because that's your default position. I thank Hashem for the great pleasure He gave me that when I learned Torah, how wonderful that is. That's a pleasure all day long that I have. And I'm not distracting myself from that bracha. Because anytime I have a free minute, I'm studying Torah. Or I'm applying the lessons of Torah to my lessons of life. Or how about, you thank Hashem for sight. You think for a minute you can go without sight? Right? Uh, You think for a minute you can go without clothes? (laughs) You thank God for your clothes. You you think for a minute you can go without shoes? Okay, when you go to to sleep. So you've got a direct line to Hashem and that's a line of love. And therefore, when do we develop those lines? First thing in the morning. And therefore, uh, you know, there could be, uh, let's say when you're eating food, yeah, I, I don't have to have food every minute to live. I can go for a lot of hours without food. We all could if we had good uh, self-control. <laughs> okay, so when I get the food, then I I, I, I I build the line again. But all these things, you can't be without them for a minute. With your health, can you be without your health for a minute? Can you be without your eyes? Can you be without your Jewishness? Can you be without your clothes? All these things, you can't be without it for a minute. So that initial bracha keeps that line Connecting to Hashem the whole time, right? Uh, let's say you want you want your your you you're running to a bus. Well, that, that's part of everyday activity because God gave you the legs to be able to to walk on terra firma ground, right? The fact that I'm not a goy, how often do I benefit from that? Every second. Every second I benefit from that. So now if you understand that, so you're plugging in the connections right in the beginning of the day and realizing how many amazing connections are going on. Again, I'll give you another muscle. When you're in the hospital and they hook you up to an IV. Now, what do they put in the IV? They could put a lot of things in an IV. First, they can give you regular glucose to keep you, uh, what do you call it, uh, with, with, with liquids inside you. Then uh, I, I, once had, I once had an oral surgery where I couldn't eat anything for two days. And I had it done in the hospital. So they gave me an IV and, uh, and then they gave me another line that went through my mouth and they put food just straight through. You know, you have a lot of lines. And even in an IV, there could be five or six different connections to the IV. They put a painkiller in the IV. They put a thing <coughs> if they see, oh, you're a little bit low on calcium. They put some calcium in the IV. Whatever. They put all these things. So when you're in the hospital, you see, you see it. You see. Drip, drip, drip. Oh, I'm in pain. Well, press the button and more of the painkiller will come in and it just goes right. So I think we have to look at this marshal, is that imagine God is the great doctor, and he now, when you start every morning, you're plugging in your IVs. You got the IV for uh, for my eyes. There's an IV going right to your eyes that keeps your eyes working. There's an IV for your feet, that your feet could be working. And just imagine, a man, and, and, and sometimes when they want you to exercise you hold the pole with you and you walk up and down the ho- the hallway in the hospital and you got that IV is giving you all that stuff and there's all kinds of other machines there's a machine if you're if your pulse is too low or your temperature is too high or this or that you know there's all kinds of things you are so you know a hospital a person's really sick in an in a, uh or an ICU unit how many things are connected to him? Oh, guess what? And uh, and without it, you die. When the guy's in the ICU, right, if he was going to pull all the plugs out, everything goes out, and let's see how long he lives. So guess what? You start your day, you need to be plugged into the IV right away. You're doing so many things. A, a Russia is like someone who's dead. A Tzadik is someone who's alive. So what's inside Sadek in Russia? Sadek understands how grateful to be to Hashem. So when you're making all these morning brachas, you're plugging in the IVs. Now, when you're walking down the, hospital, the hallway in the hospital with this IV pole next to you, you know you just can't run and hopscotch and do certain things because you know I got to be careful. I don't want to pull out the the, the tubes. tubes. So you gotta. You have to imagine. Every bracha is putting in a tube. It's putting in a tube. There's one tube that says a tube that you're a living Jewish male. That means don't think like a goy. Don't think like a woman. Don't think you're a woman. Okay, don't think you're a slave. That's an IV that's for your brain. That your brain should know you're a Jewish male. And that's an important thing to remember. And therefore, when someone cuts you off, you don't use four-letter words because you're not a goy. And don't pull the IV off. Okay, and all the different things uh, Hashem crowns us with glory. You have to keep them. That means you represent God, and everybody knows you represent God. Every one of those things that I have the blessing of learning Torah. Torah. If I don't, if I don't learn Torah, I'm unplugging the IV such a critical thing is supposed to be going into me, Torah, I mean, and, and I'm putting it away. So you have to, so if, if anyone who has the IVs in himself understands how important that is, and he wouldn't be foolish enough to pull them out. So that's what Berchas HaShachar is. It's to show you that look at so many ways Hashem is connected to you. He's given you so many things. You, you're, on, you're in the ICU, but you can walk around. Think about it, Hashem is always you are always in Hashem's intensive care. What's the intensive care unit? What does it mean? They're paying a lot of attention to you. If you're normally in a hospital, in a regular hospital room, you can die in your hospital room. <laughs> they wouldn't know. If you don't if you don't uh, let, you them know, know. let them know, you die. Intensive care. There's a million people there every ten minutes. They're, they're keeping an eye, yeah. eye on you. They're really keeping an eye on you. Guess what? Hashem gives you better care. Ah, but we don't know. So the brachas are telling us I'm in intensive care. You know why? Because then if I go out of intensive care, I'm a big danger. I go out and I think I'm I think like a goy, I dress like a goy, I talk like a goy, I look at things like a goy. Okay then you're dead. Spiritually, you're dead. So that is what the Bircha sashachar, that's such a benefit to feel that way. Okay, now we're gonna go, that was just an introduction to Bircha. Now we're gonna go back to each and one of those brachas that we touched on, and now we're gonna do it with much more intensity. And we go back to the brach of al-nitilas Yadayim. Now the author here repeats some of the ideas that he said earlier, so I don't wanna repeat it, you can just listen to previous classes. But I want to get into new things, so to speak, of what the al-netilas-yodayim is about. And we said the real bracha is what, of course you're washing your hands, but the real word we said is that you're lifting up your hands. Now, it's very interesting. Human being has three major areas or parts. The top, which is the head. The body, the middle, the torso and the inner important organs, and your feet. Those are generally the three areas of a person. Now, there's another concept that Hashem has many names. Many names of Hashem. So, the name of Hashem that deals with the mitzvah of bris and more than that, the sanctity of a person. Hashem relating to us as holy people. So the name of Hashem that goes to that is Shin, Dalid, Yud, pronounced Sha and Dai. Okay, that is, we call this like the words of the Briz Kodesh, of the great covenant. When Hashem made the covenant with Avram, he used those words. Shin, Dalid Yud is, is, is the word we use that associates with the covenant we have with Hashem. And that means a covenant of morality, purity, and things like that. Yeah, well, also, uh, but the mezuzah is also shindalajud, correct? Right. So the question is, where is the shindalajud within me? So sure. remember we said. Remember we said the hands are unique. Hands, the only part of the body that can move around. So what did we say? There's three directions it can move. Up, down, and across, right? Now, which did we say are good positions of the hand and which we say are bad? Up,
1: below,
0: below the- up is good, down is bad, and across can be good. So now look at my body. You see my face? I'm raising my hands. From the neck and up, do you see a shin? Yes. My right hand, my head, my left hand, it's a shin. Right? Yeah. It's a shin. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, it's a now, when I take my body and I go like this, and you're looking at me this way, it's, nice. it's a dollar. Okay. It's a dollar and the head's here, you're looking at Okay, <laughs> now it's a dollar. <laughs> yeah, this one. dollar, yeah. Okay, now, how many fingers I have? Ten. Ten. What letter is the gematia ten? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ten, so, yeah. yud, so shin, dalud, yud. That's exactly this breeze, because my hands, by definition, create the, the divine reality of shin, Dalit yud within me. My hands go up, it's okay, they go across, it's okay with the right thoughts, and the ten fingers is yud, is ten and that is so critical of our sanctity so what does this tell us what is this seal it's like a seal it's a bris to tell us that we're holy peoples and our hands should not go below at all so when we make the bracha in the morning asher kiddush shanubh you sanctified us and you commanded us to take our hands and to elevate ourselves Right, so we now are saying the whole idea is I am meant to live a sanctified life. That's what the tilus means. Okay, and therefore we have to be very careful that no tumma comes to our hands. And therefore we want to remove the tumma. We want to wash our hands. And that is the critical aspect. If we have holy hands, our activities will be holy. If not, not. And that's something that needs work on. You got to train yourself. But to realize the hand, you know, they they would say, I'm sure you've heard this term, a person who's a really good boxer. What do they say? His hands are a hands of stone. The what? Hands of stone. A boxer. Talking about a boxer. Yeah, hands of, hands of stone. Hands of stone. There's a better stone. word. Fist. A lethal weapon. Fist. No, You've never heard of that. I mean, there are certain people, they can take you out. I mean, not take you out, kill you. One good punch in the right place, or one chop or whatever, can take you out. On the other hand, the hands can save somebody's life. Couldn't they? The guy slips, he's going to fall off the bridge, 40 flights below, wham! You take your hand and you grab him. Your hand is a lethal weapon, very powerful. We have to not use it wisely. Now that hand can make me the holiest person. It can make me a terrible person. Again, it doesn't take a lot of work to kill somebody. Let's say my hand's not a lethal weapon, but I just put a gun in my hand, (laughs) a pistol. All I gotta do is, Mm? Just move my index finger. Very little. <laughs> I just killed somebody. You were writing somebody with your hand, you can write and kill somebody. Yes, you can write and kill somebody. And on the other hand, you can do a lot of good things with your hands. So if we really think about this, when we divide the body into three parts, the head, the main part of the body, and the feet. So let's think about this. Okay, which body part is really the king of all the body parts yeah. Yeah. Well, you might think that so is the one. but the heart so is the and why I think the essential of the three body parts, the most essential one is the middle. Let's say for example you ask a kid, let's say there's a bunch of people in the room and you ask a kid where's your where's your daddy? He's going to point where to his father but where his father is he going to point to the head to the feet let me ask yourself uh, okay but I gave it away point to yourself huh you don't point here you don't point there you point here because that's where you are now obviously the feet the feet are, uh, are what do you call it, is um, the foundation that allows you to stand, but that's not the person. If God forbid a person had no feet, he could still live a productive life. You can't, right? Uh, but the body ends where the feet start, so therefore it's really not, all it does is give it support. It's very convenient to have it, but if you don't have the support, you can still live, it's harder. So the feet are not the essential part of the person. Well, what about the head? Head must be very important. Well, let's think about this. Yes, the head can think of very lofty things. Very lofty things. But what you think about isn't really you. Why? Well, let's say an example. There's a lot of things we know very clearly from our minds. We know we should be learning a lot of Torah. But not all of us do. We, we know you should be learning every free minute you should be learning Torah. Sakam so you not. Because there's other parts in the middle that are preventing you. Right? The brain can understand what to do, but it doesn't do it. The essential person is the middle, the heart, which is emotion, and the hands. Because at the end of the day, everything happens through the hands. All expressions come from the hands. That is really the essence of the person. And therefore, we have a special mission to wash our hands, that our hands should be pure. And that's the idea of Kedushas Autumn, the sanctity of a person. Because if the hands are pure, the Torah of the person is going to be pure. So we make the bracha. Share Kedusha. We thank Hashem. He gave us the power to elevate our hands to express the holiness that we have. We don't want to bring it below the belt to express toma And yes, our hands can go forward, but even forward for our regular needs have to have a focus of what's above, so to speak. And therefore, we are commanded for our best use of this powerful tool to elevate it okay that's now we'll take it one step deeper than this again three parts they have boundaries now let's think about this can any of your body parts be raised up let's say my heart wants to be 10 feet uh, be a foot higher. No, it's gonna stay exactly where it is. Right? Oh, I I want to really bear, you can't. The feet basically stay in its place. The head stays in its place. Everything stays in its place. The only one that can move are the hands. Think about it, only the hands can move. Your heart, as important as it can't move, your brain can't move. Okay, the feet a little bit mainly the hands, right, and that is in the world of the heart, which is the world of Elam hazeh, which is the Midos of a person. And that is what the hand will act upon everything that you are thinking of doing. So let's think about this. Um, Let's think of the difference between the area of the heart and the area of the head. There, area of the head can grasp ideas beyond. You could think of infinite ideas. Right? You could think about in a minute, I could think about the base of English. I'm in the base of English. My mind can take me there. My mind can take me to the throne of glory. Right? Can't, can't, the, can't the mind take you there? The heart is kind of limited. Why? Well, let's say When a person has feelings of joy, let's say you're marrying off your child, and someone says mazel tov, or he meets somebody he really likes, so the the heart feels something, right? If he feels more than he should, that can get you into trouble. For example, it it tells stories, you know, sometimes, you don't want to surprise older people with let's say the older person thought uh, they haven't seen their child in five years. This is In the old days, before phones and before all that stuff, and the kid just surprises them, you can get a heart attack and die. That's why in in Parsha's Vayigash, when Yaakov had to be informed that Yosef was alive, they broke it in slowly for him. Because you can die from this. So the heart can't go too far too fast, but the head, can go to the end of the world. It's got no boundaries because it has no connection to emotions. The, the mind that doesn't have emotion can go wherever it wants to go. Can go to the highest worlds, the lowest worlds. Okay. Now, so now which body part can pass from the area of the heart to the area of the head? It's the hand. When you raise your hands, to raise yourself out of a low situation, you can raise your heart in prayer. You can, and that's expressed physically by your hands going up. But let's give a simple example. How about the mitzvah of tzedakah? Mitzvah tzedakah is done with your hands, and you know the famous remez of tzedakah is Hashem's name. Yud hey vav hey. The yud is the smallest letter, it's like very small, it's a dot that's representative of a coin the hey, numerical value five is the hand vav vav an arm hey is a hand so what does Hashem do? Hashem so to speak, takes life the greatest gift possible in his hand, and then what do you do? You extend your hand out, and you take it. Mercy. And that's mercy, and that's tzeduk. That is siddok. So, so therefore, with your with the uh, and and that's why the pasuk says, "After you die they says, "My hands found made a foundation for the world." The greatest way to reflect that selam elokim you have. Hashem created with yud heh vav He gave and there were recipients you can be that and that only can happen with your hands the special baruch you can do what Hashem does on the other hand what can you do with your hands your hands can take you to the lowest place Morris says anybody who smacks somebody in the face, it's like he smacked the Shekhinah okay and then you gotta know that that could put you into the into the grave that's why the hands are so powerful so therefore in the morning the first thing you say is Rabbeinu Shalolim I have hands that hands really reflects the Selim Elohim in which Hashem made me and from here I receive everything from Hashem everything I get from Hashem And we say, You gave us mitzvahs. You gave us the ability to sanctify ourselves with the mitzvahs. How? By lifting up what I receive from you. You gave us the ability to understand where our place belongs, our hands belong and don't. And they bedavka are not supposed to be below. Bedavka above. And whatever I receive from Hashem, all good blessings are not for my lusts, which are below, like the non-Jews, who just eat to fulfill their desires. But for us, everything we get, and I just got life from you. I I, I was alive enough to get to shul, and now I can start talking to you in a meaningful way. So you gave me the ability to raise up my hands, to lift up the level of my life existence. I can wash my hands, separate them from the Tumma and all the disgusting things. So therefore, we're saying I am essentially connected to kedusha. I meant connected to you. And therefore, we take our hands and we elevate them from merely their physical manifestation and prepare them to do the work of the Creator. And at the end of the day, if you really have to measure what a person is. And this is the whole problem with politics. Not what they say, what they do. You know, people keep saying that Trump's an anti-Semite. I don't know, you can look at a lot of people, they give you 25 reasons for what he's done for the Jewish people. Not what he said, what he's done. the end of the day, what you do is what makes a difference. And that has all these options, to realize Hashem gave me free will choice. And that free will choice, and, and what I meant to do is to keep them up, even if they're sideways, but they're for an upward cause. And that's again the idea that Yitzchuk said, Yadayim Yaday Esau, that's not good. Kol call Yaakov, the voice is the voice of Yaakov. Remember, you Yadayim are not good but the voice of Yaakov is amazing, but that even Yaakov can get into Aesop's body, so to speak, and elevate the hands too. And that's our job. So to start today on the right, not on the right foot, but start today on the right hand. Okay, very good. you.